What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Full Disclosure Podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany, and on this podcast, we talk about all things taboo in the Western culture. Shall we begin? Hey, guys, welcome back. So, question of the day for this podcast is, are you an anti-vaxxer? If so, why and what proof do you have to support your claim? So here's my answer. My answer is no, I am not an anti-vaxxer. I am very, um, I am very for vaccinations. Um, I believe that they keep us healthy from, um, a lot of main diseases that could kill you in an instant, like measles, mumps, rubella, um, all that stuff. Now, it's really, really crazy. And I actually grew up in um, a household who was pro-vaccinations. Nobody in my family, um, my aunts kind of uh, for a while there with their brand new kids, we kind of became anti-vaxxers and I'm not really quite sure why or what they were thinking, but they have since then uh, are pro-vaccinators because they kind of smartened up a little. Not saying that if you're an anti-vaxxer, you're dumb, um, but we are going to kind of get into some statistics and um, a lot of my, a lot of what I'll be talking about today on this podcast, I will have links up in my show notes so you can do your own research as well. I get a lot of my research from scholarly um, articles or from the CDC, especially because you know, the CDC is where it's at. It tells us the diseases. I mean, it's there for a reason. It's not there to harm us. It is there to protect us and to make us aware and to educate us. So actually, as of November 30th of 2020, so just a few weeks ago, there have been 13 confirmed cases of measles in eight jurisdictions in the United States. And when I say eight jurisdictions, I mean like states like New Hampshire, Washington, DC, New Jersey. Um, Now from January 1st to December 31st, 2019, 1,282 individual cases of measles were confirmed in 31 states. That is crazy. That is the greatest number of cases reported in the United States since 1992. The majority of cases were among people who were not vaccinated against measles. Measles is more likely to spread and cause outbreaks in the United States, in the U.S. communities where groups of people are unvaccinated. Um, Obviously, there are two main reasons why these outbreaks happen. One is um, if you're traveling from abroad and you come into the U.S. and you bring it. And number two is if you are unvaccinated. Um, So why are you an anti-vaxxer? I want you to sit there and I want you to think about that. And what, doing my research, there's two main reasons of why people are anti-vaxxers. One, for religious reasons, which I don't buy because we've only been in the practice of vaccinations for only 220 years, okay? Um, Christianity, Hinduism, Judaism, Islam, Buddhism, that's been around for years, more than 220 years. And there is no major religion with a written with a written tenant opposing vaccination. So for religious reasons, I kind of find that, in my opinion, a bunch of bull crap um, because 
those types of books and that those religions were formed thousands of years ago where they had no idea about vaccinations or anything like that. So, um, yeah, try again. Um, like I said, no judgment if you're an anti-vaxxer. Uh, I see it from both. I mean, I see it not from the religious side, but I see it from the medical side, which we're going to get into here um, in a few minutes. Um, I totally don't get the religious portion just because, like I said, there's nowhere in the Bible or the Quran or any of these where it says that um, you should not be vaccinated because it causes harm. I mean... And if there is, then it's um, a form, then it was a book that was written pretty recently. And, you know, just for somebody's opinion or just because somebody wrote it. Anyways, I'm not going to get into religion. We're not, but let's, let's step aside from that because that, that, that's a heated, heated, heated subject for me. So another reason why people um, are anti-vaxxers is because they're worried that it causes autism, um, especially in young children because if you think about it when we get vaccinations we get most of them in our childhood because that's what um, you need in order to enter school here in the united states you know you need your vaccinations you need measles mumps rubella blah, 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 all that all that fun stuff um but there has been no link between vaccines and autism you know some people have concerns that asd might be linked to the vaccines um, that the children receive, but studies have shown that there is no link receiving vaccines and developing ASD. In 2011, um, an Institute of Medicine, IOM, report on eight vaccines given to children and adults found that with rare exceptions, these vaccines are very, very safe. Um, added to that research showing that vaccines do not cause ASD. The study looked at a number of antigens, which are substances in vaccines that cause the body's immune system to produce disease-fighting antibodies from vaccines during the first two years of life. The, re the results showed that the total amount of antigen form or from vaccines received was the same between children with ASD and those that did not have ASD. So vaccine ingredients do not cause autism. They do not cause any type of harm. They do, um, when you do get vaccinated, obviously you have some, you get some redness and it's sore for a little bit, but that's the extent to it. Sometimes um, I haven't had the flu vaccine, but um, you know, for me, that's not as important as some of these other vaccines um, that, that, you're, that you should get, that you're supposed to get. Um, I've heard that some, sometimes people, when they get the flu vaccine, they do get sick, um, you know, but for me, the, with the flu vaccine, there's so many versions of the flu that like, I want one vaccine to, to work against all strains of the flu, not just a few here or there. So to me, it kind of is, doesn't make it worthwhile, but that's just me. But you know, I, my, my son's vaccinated. Um, I'm vaccinated my uh, ex-husband is vaccinated. He's from Brazil. And so obviously coming here into the U.S., he's had to have certain other vaccinations that leave huge, huge marks. I forgot what vaccination it was called. But, you know, they have to be vaccinated. Sometimes when we go over to different countries, like when my mom was in the military, when she had to go to Germany, she had to get vaccinated because they have different diseases. So there's vaccinations for a reason because People are unhygienic. There are viruses. There are bacteria. There's no way getting around that. You know, I'm very, 
huge believer into science, you know, um, cause science is where it's at, you know, I mean, science, 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 I'm huge into that. And so what's really, really crazy. And I want you guys to kind of remember this name because this name, I feel like is going to be very, very big in the, in the vac in the vaccination community. So this 18 year old, his name is Ethan Lindenberger. I don't know if you've heard of him, um, but he's an 18 year old from Ohio who shared his story. So this um, article is from 2019. So very, very recently, um, he shared a story last year about growing up in an anti-vaccine household. Um, he spoke at the U.S. Senate hearing on vaccines and, and the outbreak of preventable diseases. Um, you know, he basically said that his mother was, uh, well-meaning, you know, had love and showed affection and care, but she was an anti-vaxxer and she never took him to get vaccinated for the measles, mumps, chickenpox, rubella, and other diseases. Um, you know, he thinks that her love, affection, and care were used to push an agenda to, to create false distress. Um, and that's what he told the committee about his mother. Um, he believes his mother's misinformation and fear put children at risk. Re reasonable people will agree with him. For proof, look no further than the recent measles outbreak. So the culprit of that outbreak, low vaccination rates. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, which is the CDC, if you don't know, on average, one person with measles will infect 12 to 18 people in a susceptible population, which is a population without prior ex exposure to the measles virus, either through vaccination or natural infection. So I get that some of these anti-vaxxers are like, well, they just inject you with the with the disease, you know, why are they putting that? It's going to cause all this and all that. But if you read and you do your research and you become knowledgeable on vaccinations, there's a lot more to it. Um, the disease is highly contagious. Infectious droplets can remain in the air for two hours, meaning that one can become infected during that time period, even without skin-to-skin -skin contact. Some 90% of susceptible individuals exposed to the airborne droplets will become infected. That's a high, high rate. Linden Lindenberger grew up debating these points with his mother, but he did not succeed. You can lead a, he said you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. So Dr. Austin Chan, an assistant professor of infectious disease at the Morehouse School of Medicine, believes vaccines are one of the greatest preventative tools that has ever been developed against disease. Now, many people, if you're an anti-vaxxer, you should know the name Andrew Wakefield. If you don't, then I honestly don't know why you're an anti-vaxxer. So he showed that um, this was done in 1998 study by Andrew Wakefield, showed that vaccinated children had increased rates of autism, even though the fact was later retracted because Wakefield altered the facts to support his claim. And the idea stuck in society. He retracted it because he came out and said that he altered the facts to support his claim. Who else does that sound like? Not to get off topic. Hmm. Trump. But anyways, but it, it's stuck. It's stuck. 
Um, he basically said, I think the anti-vaccination movement is incredibly dangerous, but for some reason they've managed to convince some very high-profile celebrities who then sway public opinion. Honestly, I have never been one to follow what celebrities say. You know, it's, it's, why would you trust a celebrity when it comes to, to, to their health and not a doctor who went to school and who, who, who studied this, you know? the celebrities and whatnot, they don't buy their stuff. It's all given to them, you know, and so, and half the time they don't use it because they get paid to advertise. They probably hate the fucking product, but they're paid because people are money hungry in that world. Um, what's important to remember here um, is the notion that vaccines might cause autism was refuted nine years ago when a British medical panel concluded in 2010 that Wakefield had acted with callous disre- disregard in conducting his research. More recently, researchers examined data for more than half a million Danish children born between 1999 and the end of 2010 to show that MMR, which is measles, vaccine not only does not increase the risk of autism, but it is not likely to trigger the developmental disorder in susceptible populations. Their findings were published in the Annals of Internal Medicine the day before the Senate hearing. Now, like the rest of you, I have been watching outbreaks pop up all across the country for months, months, what for me almost feels like the last years. And by my last count, there have been six outbreaks that have been ongoing in the United States. Um, Georgia, especially Georgia health officials had confirmed three cases of measles all within the same Metro Atlanta family. That isn't just scary. It's as preventable as the disease itself. All one has to do is get vaccinated. Can you imagine a whole family being wiped out from measles because they didn't want to get vaccinated? Ugh. The moment Lindenberger, we're going to go back to him, became an adult, he was done with the back and forth with his parents. He did his research and armed with the facts, not the hysteria, hysteria you find on the internet, he decided to get vaccinated on his own. So he is all caught up on his vaccination. So not only is he smart, he's a really, really, really great role model. Um, one new story that I read said that after the hearing, he told reporters he'd done his best to address misinformation without um, demonizing people and that he and his parents are still working through their differences. His advice to other youths experiencing debates about vaccines with their families, just remain or just maintain respect and continue presenting evidence, 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 science-based evidence is how you're going to change people's minds. But sometimes people have it so they're almost like wired. They wired their brain to think a certain way and they will never, never change. Sometimes they won't even change after somebody they love or they know have, has, has contracted that disease and has died. And they're still like, Oh, it wasn't the measles. It's got to be something else, you know, and it's just fucking stupid. Um, Washington had three measles outbreaks over the past 10 years. Um, as of March 4th of 2019, the State Department of Health had confirmed 70 cases of measles in Washington's Clark County. That's insane. Senator Rand Paul 
uh, Republican of Kentucky expressed his uh, um, opposition to mandatory vaccines during the hearing, even though he said he vaccinated himself and the kids. How the fuck does that happen? How can you be an anti-vaxxer, but then go and vaccinate yourself and your kids? You're not really an anti-vaxxer then, so get off the fucking train. Um, He said, for myself and my children, I believe that the benefits of vaccines greatly outweigh the risks, but I still do not favor giving up on liberty for false sense of security. First of all, you're not giving up on liberty. You're saving your life and you're saving somebody else's life, your kids' life, your parents' life, your next door neighbor's life. You know, you have to stop being so selfish, you know, and if you are one who does get the flu shot, but you are an anti-vaxxer and refuse to get the vaccinations you're supposed to get as you're a child, then you're not really an anti-vaxxer because an anti-vaxxer is against any single thing going into your bloodstream, any type of needle injecting anything into you unless it's saline solution if you are in an emergency room because that's just water and salt. Um, <clears throat> sorry, guys. You know, it's really, really crazy after reading all this, these, all these links will be posted in my show notes, but, um, I kind of want to go back to some of, some of the vaccines that can cause side effects. Like I said, it could be a sore arm. It could be a low grade fever. Um, it could be a little redness around it, but it only lasts a few days. So, listed, I'm going to read you some vaccines that are licensed in the United States and side effects that have been associated with each of them. Just so you can kind of get a little, little. So your DTAP, which is your diphtheria, tetanus, and acellular pertussis. Um, For instance, side effects of this, soreness or swelling, where the shot was given, maybe a little bit of a fever, some fussiness, feeling tired, loss of appetite and vomiting sometimes can happen. Um, now I've had all these vaccinations and, and more, and really all that I experienced when the shot was administered was like, um, a little bit of like soreness, um, a little bit of redness and, um, the, where they administered the shot was just a little, um, it was hot to the touch, but it only lasted for a few days, even if that, and, from other people like my son and my ex-husband who has been vaccinated and my family and they said the same thing that they've all experienced that some stuff that is really really minor you know and what's really really crazy is you know you could yes the vaccinations when you get a vaccination they they inject you with that particular disease but The vaccination also has some other things in it. What's really crazy is, you know, but there's, there's side effects to everything, not just vaccinations, medications to, um, you know, your Tylenol. When you hear these, all these prescription meds and underneath, you see the little fine print with like all these serious, serious side effects, yet you still take that medication, right? You're still putting that in your body. So if you were really an anti-vaxxer, you'd be against all anti-medicine in general, okay? Because really, I don't even think there's any been any deaths from vaccinations, but there's been deaths of certain medications, you know? There are people who drink cough syrup like fucking juice. And, you know, cough syrup, if you have too much of it, you will die. 
you will die, you know. Um, it's crazy. So, yes, the anti-vaxxers, I can see your side, okay? But it doesn't win me over. Um, I want valuable proof in front of my eyes. I want to read this proof. And if there is proof and I am just missing this, you know, feel free to email me. Um, like I said, I love everybody. I respect their opinions. Um, you know, I have no judgment, but I want to see some proof. I want to hear some proof. Um, you know, you cannot show me proof in religion because, it, you know, there is no text in any religion because religion was developed hundreds and hundreds of years ago. And only we started with the vaccination practice, like I said, 220 years ago. So unless there's some new religion that popped up in the meantime, and this old book is now around saying, do not get vaccinated from a religious standpoint, I don't see it. From the medical standpoint, I do. I get the concern, but there's been no proof of it. There's been no cause for you to think like that. Um, you know, you get talking with a lot of people What's really amazes me is not a lot of people do their research. Um, they read headlines or they don't spend hours and hours upon research because, let's be honest, Americans are lazy and they don't really want to. Um, but you have to do your research before you start talking about something, you know. Um, until there is something that comes out from the CDC or from a scholarly article um, and it's and there's proof saying that vaccinations do cause blah, 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 then maybe I will rethink that. But until then, I'm all for vaccinations. I'm all for keeping myself um, safe and healthy, my son, my family, even my ex-partner, my friends, the community I live in, the world. Because nowadays, it's not like it was back when the Black Plague, plague hit Europe, you know. Um, they weren't as educated and they didn't have the technology and the expertise and just the opportunities that that we do now have. Um, so, like I said, I respect everybody. And if this episode got you triggered and upset, it's not meant to do that. Um, you know, I just like to pose these questions and talk about these things. Because not only am I learning new things by doing this, I'm hoping that I'm teaching you some new things also. And I'm hoping that I'm making you think and I also, you know, if you have feedback, I also want to hear your feedback. And anything you say to me is going to be anonymous. I will not mention you in other podcasts unless you want to be mentioned or unless you want to be on the podcast. Like, you know, I educate you, you educate me. You know, that's how we're going to help each other. And that's how we're going to make the world a smarter, better, healthier place. Hey guys, one last thing before you leave, go ahead and like, follow, and subscribe. Also, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Full Disclosure Podcast. And please email me with your responses and with your answers and any feedback regarding this episode and future episodes at Full Disclosure Podcast at gmail.com.